Hey guys and gals, we're your hosts, Mackenzie and Sierra, and you're listening to the Girls Gone Gab podcast. Buckle up because we're about to get gabbing. All right, we're back, back again with another episode of Girls Gone Gab, and I'm sitting here on my couch on Zoom with Mackenzie eating some mochi ice cream and we haven't really like caught up about our lives recently and I know you had like some somewhat traumatic experience uh, as I saw on your Instagram stories so can you just like give me and the people a little recap of your weekend well it's not that traumatic I mean I know I'm being a baby but I had to do an adult thing this past week and I've I've been having some washer woes basically my washer stopped working because it's like 15 years old and so it's an old piece of crap at this point like it's it, it's it's time you know it was this time to go but I ordered a new one and then I had to wait for it to come in for like a week to get delivered And I did the very McKenzie thing before ordering the new one of taking, I took the whole ass washer apart. Like (laughs) when I say I took the whole ass washer apart, the little top part where all the controls and stuff are, that part flips up, FYI, you got to take some screws out and do a few things, but that pops up. Then there's like a little piece that connects the back, the back of the washer to the white part, like the top part, if you have a top loading washer. (laughs) And then that whole white part comes off. It shimmies off. And then there's just like a black frame in the washer and then the back control panel. So I went that deep and then I took the motor off down at the bottom looking for a sock. I'm like, and why did you do all of this? People, I, mean, I, know, I know we're losing people, but because I was like, I have to know that it's broken before buying a new one. Just because I didn't want to be that dumb girl. Okay. I, I don't mean to offend any girls that did not do this task before buying a new washer. It would be <laughs> offensive to that community of people. She's like, and if you don't take your washer apart, you're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, well, maybe that maybe, maybe those were harsh words. But <laughs> I just personally would feel guilty if I didn't like do my due diligence, you know, because as you become an adult, you're like, am I just trying to take the shortcut right now? Or can I fix this? Can this be done? instead of just like crying for help or pulling out the credit card and like making things fixed. And I YouTube did my issue that I was having because it wasn't spinning, but it would turn on. It would work otherwise, but it wouldn't spin. So then none of the water gets out of your clothes and your clothes are like literally soaking wet. Um, so a common issue is that there's a sock that has gotten into the motor And I was like, well, that's a very logical thing that could definitely have happened. Let me check for a sock. If there's no sock, then we'll just know it's kaput and I'll get a new one. There was no sock. Um, I did struggle to get the washer back together, (laughs) but I don't want to hear anything from anyone because I still took it apart. And I think that is leaps and bounds above what most single females my age would do of like, get the power drill out and take a whole ass washer apart. So, and I didn't fail. I just didn't find a sock. So, um, anyways, uh, they, they came to deliver my washer on Saturday and I just had a bad premonition. I had a premonition about this. I talked about it on my Instagram story, which I know some people are probably like, what the heck? 
but I was like, I just feel like they're going to be mean to me when they get here, or they're going to be upset about the fact that like, they have to move the old one out and put the new one in. And the old one's kind of like janky and not put together, put back together the best. (laughs) And everyone was like, you literally paid them to do this. Like, why are you nervous about this? And I'm just like, I just am like, I just hate like over inconveniencing service people. Like I get, I paid them to do this, but I don't want to be more of a bother than I need to be. And also like, you could just get a rude person. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't, I don't know who's coming. I don't know their personality. I don't know what to expect. I don't know what the vibes are going to be when they get here. And <laughs> what if the vibes are off? And that's what happened. So, I mean, they were- The vibes were off. They, they brought the new one in, thankfully, and got it into my basement. But they were like, oh, sorry, we can't, we can't take the old one away. And we can't install the new one because you have a leak. I'm like, I never had a leak before. Like what, where is this leak? Well, they took like the, again, I'm getting into the weeds here, but I don't know how to not without explaining the story. So they, they took the back hose of like the washer off, like the hose that goes to the wall, that is the water supply. There's the hot and the cold. They took one off and they were like, there's water on the floor now. And I was like, well, isn't that water from inside the like tube? Cause they turned the water off like the spigot. And I'm like, well, gravity wise even if you turn that off the hose that's down below the spigot that water is still there it doesn't suck back up into the pipe and they're they're like there's a leak and there's like a cup literally a cup of water on the floor there's no water dripping out of the spigot that now doesn't have a hose attached I'm like where show me where I'm like, y'all are acting like this basement is flooding right now. They're like, yeah, it's like a, it's a legal thing. It's like a, it's a policy with the company. We can't like, they're in like dangerous conditions. We can't install, but I'm like, what do I do? I'm not someone that's going to be like, um, no, you're going to (laughs) stay. So but did they leave the washer? They just didn't want to hook it up for you. Yeah. They left the washer, but it's like across the room. It's not hooked up. They don't take the old one. I'm like, so many things. So, so much confusion. I'm like, also, if I had a leak, why would you not put the hose back on or tell me to put it back on? But no, they just like left it on the floor, like dangling there. I'm like, if this was such a danger, <laughs> it made, it made me zero sense. And so I called, I had to like put on my big girl panties, which I did not want to do because I hate conflict. I hate being a Karen. And I had to call the manager and be like, um, so yeah, this makes no sense. And I feel like they definitely just tried to take advantage of me because they knew I was a single, like young female living by myself. And they probably thought, we'll just tell her there's a leak and we can't do anything about it. It's company policy. And luckily the manager was really nice. And he was like, um, honestly, I've been having issues with this like driver for weeks now. And this is the third complaint about him today. And yeah, he definitely did take advantage of you because you were, just like a young female. And that's the lie I would have told you if I was trying to get out of it. Like he was very nice, but he was up front of like, yeah. And I was just like, oh, it just makes me so annoyed. I'm like, why are people so crappy? I'm like, it would not have taken that much more of their time. And it's like, it's honestly not something that would have even inconvenienced me that much, but I cannot personally pick up a washer and just mosey it out side by myself no one can um so anyways it ended up getting fixed my neighbor actually ended up helping me install it instead of um the company 
And uh, the company is coming out next weekend to pick up the old one. But it was just a whole saga over Saturday and Sunday. And I was just, all the things, all the things were happening. It was also raining and the basement like was having other water issues unrelated to the washer. So all, all this to be said, um, the best cure for all of this was I went to Target. I got some throw pillows and some brownie mix and some wine and a frozen pizza. And my man, Nick Jonas, was on SNL. So I had me a good night. But you want to know? You want to know the twisted thing about Saturday night? What? I'm like, where are you going with this? I go to Target and I'm in need of new shampoo. Again, if you follow the saga on my Instagram stories, I have scalp problems. And if you want to follow that saga, hit me up on the gram and I will tell you more about it. But (laughs) I'm in search of new shampoos in addition to my prescription shampoo, of course, Um, my ride or die. But so I'm like, I grabbed three because I saw like three fancier, newer brands and they were like pretty cheap. And I was like, okay, okay. So I've heard of about a Monday shampoo. So I grabbed that and then I got um, Kristen S or I I forget how it said, but I grabbed that one. So I have that one. And then I saw this other one, which I hadn't heard of, but I was like, this looks cool. And it's called Anomaly. And it's like very thin packaging, which it says something on the bottle about like less packaging, like more money spent on the pro uh, like the product itself better for the environment because they're using less packaging. It's like very plain, um, but it's supposed to be higher quality hair care, whatever, but it was like $7. I was like, okay, let me just grab this. I'm just going to experiment with the three. Well, I get home and I decided to do like retroactive research on the shampoos after buying them. (laughs) And I look up the anomaly one. You want to know who owns anomaly? Who is the founder, the CEO, the face of anomaly? Wait, how do, okay. Give me like a clue. Who's on SNL? Nick Jonas? No, not Nick Jonas. <laughs> not, uh, um, is it a female? Yeah. Cecily Strong. No. You get one more try. Um, Kristen Wiig. No, it's Priyanka. <sighs> oh, what? Yeah, so I'm supporting my direct competition, buying her hair line. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to go home and watch my boyfriend Nick Jonas on TV. Meanwhile, I'm just up here buying Priyanka hair care. Okay, I was way off. I was like guessing people actually on SNL. And I'm like, wait, what? That was a horrible. I know, I know. I thought you would get it. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm obviously kidding in all of this. I have zero hate, zero dislike for Priyanka, but it it just brings me back to the days of like when I actually was in love with Nick Jonas when I was like in middle school, because I'm really not anymore, but it's it's just the nostalgia of loving him. You know what I mean? It's not even the love for him now. Not that I have any dislike for him now, but it's just the nostalgia of the love from the past, you know? And I get it. 
And so it, it just brought me back to like the days when he was dating Miley and people like were obsessed with Hannah Montana. I'd be like, she's not even that cool. She's not even that pretty. And she can't even sing that good. You know what I mean? It was just like, he was my crush and we were going to get married and her, she was in, she was an interference and I couldn't support her. So it was just funny to me that I accidentally bought Priyanka shampoo at Target right before going up to Washington Jonas. I told my mom, I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, I'm probably going to love it too. It's probably going to be like the best freaking one out of the three. I like saw it. And I was like, Ooh, this is cool. Like who created this? This looks like nice shampoo. I have to say Target has like a lot of interesting, like new brands right now. Like yeah, they've I actually, maybe like two months ago, or maybe like at the beginning of this year, I bought a new shampoo uh, and conditioner and it was yeah. from Target and it wasn't any of the three brands that you mentioned. Yeah. Um, I think it's like o- Odell or Adele or something like that. I don't know. And it honestly, it was the packaging. The packaging sucked it's me in good. and I was like, this is cute. It's new. I've never seen this before. Affordable. So I bought it, yeah. and, I loved it. and I loved it. I still like it. And I went to get it after I used it all, I went to go back and buy it and they were out of it. Wow. Like it was gone. And I'm like, no, right. When I find something new and cool that I think nobody knows about and then it's gone. Yeah. I know Kristen S is really popular at target. They were sold out of most of that. I think Monday is still very pretty new. Apparently it like swept, it swept over Australia and, um, somewhere else like last year. Um, and a lot of people have been raving about that, but I think it's fairly new to Target still. And I saw someone on TikTok talking about it and that's where I heard about that, but they had a decent stock of that. And then Priyanka's one, that one, they definitely had the most of, but I think that like just dropped like late January, maybe early February. So I was pretty, pretty quick on the the take there, but that was um, my long-winded version of my weekend. Yeah. Um, okay. I looked it up because I wanted to make sure I said it right for the people. It is called Odell. Okay. And yeah, it's a women, it's a women owned and operated company, all natural, like no synthetic fragrances or anything like that in there. I really liked it. So, and it was like 12 bucks. Yeah. All the ones I got were, I think the one from Priyanka that I should call it what it actually is. Anomaly was seven dollars like what crazy yeah so we'll see if i i tried the monday one and i liked it so far from the one use but you know it'll take some time to test them all out and give my reviews but um i also did watch the golden globes on sunday did you tune into um any of that i did not i haven't like really been on the like award show train in quite some time so i'm so far removed but how was it I mean, I haven't been either. And honestly, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I was excited to see um, some of the shows. I mean, I think, did you watch Shoots Creek? No. And this is. See, I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge Shoots Creek person. I'm not like a, like Shoots Creek is hilarious. I love it. Like amazing. But there's parts of it I think are funny and I do enjoy it. Like I see the value in it. I see the quality, the creativity, et cetera, et cetera. Here's, and I've seen a decent amount of it. But what I really do like. Hold on. Hold on. Here's, here's the thing about Shits Creek real quick is I know that it was like 
critically acclaimed. Yeah. Everyone and their mom loved Shit's Creek. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to see what it's about. My mom personally loves Shit's Creek. I was going to say, I was about to say, I can see Angelique loving Shit's Creek. And doesn't your mom like it too? She loves it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, I have heard around that people like this. And I gave it a try. And I, I was like, not impressed by it. Yeah. I wasn't, I couldn't stick with it. I was like getting bored by it. I was like finding myself doing other things like falling asleep or whatever. And I was like, yeah. just, it didn't stick. And you know, I gave it a try, but I honestly, I feel like I only watched it because I wanted to understand like all the memes. Like, yeah, that was it. What was going on. <laughs> I mean, I get that. I mean, yeah, I enjoy parts of it, but I'm not like, oh my gosh, every single episode is hilarious. And I don't understand why people don't love it. Like it's one of those shows that I enjoy pieces of, but I, I get the hype for the people that are into it. I also get the people that it's like, just not their brand of humor, but what I do really enjoy and which I, what I did not expect myself to love at all was Ted Lasso on Apple TV, which I just really like stumbled upon back. I want to say it's before, maybe it was before Christmas. I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't know what the timeline was. I don't know what day it is anymore, but <laughs> I, I'm like, it could have been a month ago and no concept of time. <laughs> literally, literally. I'm like, I could be saying like, Oh, I watched it in November and it like didn't come out till January. And I look like an idiot right now because I have no concept of time, but, um, I watched it just like, I was just perusing Apple TV and I saw that and I was like, I'm not going to like this. It's about soccer, but like, let's give it a go. And it was so good. And maybe it was just because like the bar was on the floor going in because I thought I wouldn't like it. And I loved it. So I was really curious to see how how they came out on Golden Globe night with their nominations and stuff. Um, and I was happy that they that they had won. But I feel like this ties into so we've been talking <laughs> the past couple. Well, we've always known this. But if any of our listeners out there also listen to Scrubbing In with uh, Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, maybe you've already made this connection, maybe not. Um, but there are a lot of correlations between them and us, which are which are totally, honestly, accidental. They're never like on purpose. As much as we do love them and look up to them, we're not like trying to be them. And I honestly didn't listen to their podcast until after we started our. So it's not like we started our podcast to be just like them either. Right. But they've been talking about this, this, this Ted Lasso Shits Creek situation on their podcast last week and this week. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be so strange. Like I, I'll be honest, like I've actually been listening to their podcast since the very beginning. Like I've always really liked Becca Tilly and she originally started her, the podcast and it was just her, like Tanya was just like a special guest and like it was her friend. And then I guess it just like went so well and people really liked them together that it just became both of them all the time. And so I've been listening to them for years now and I mean I guess I just didn't realize like I like her because we're the same Mm -hmm. I'm like oh I like this so much because I am her she is me we are one yeah yeah. and it's just weird because little things will happen either on their show 
or on their Instagram or on whatever. And I just have to be like, no way. Like I literally just said this or Mackenzie literally just brought this up or it's just weird. It's always like a couple of days after us, but they always, like it always goes out on the podcast before we publish. So then we like the fakes. We look like frauds. Okay. We, I'm like, we literally just had this conversation in private. It's not recorded. We don't have any receipts, but I swear we have the same conversations. And then I listen to their podcast and I'm like, we're the same. Uh, yeah. <laughs> same, so same, I'm but different Walmart version, but still exactly. I'm like, so if you haven't figured it out yet, I'm Tanya and Sierra is Becca. And I mean, I'm not saying I, me and Tanya are the only people that watch Ted Lasso. Clearly not. They're up for a Golden Globe. But I had brought up Ted Lasso to Sierra like maybe a week or so before Tanya mentioned it on um, their, la- not this week's episode, but their episode from the last week. And you, ju- I mean, you just got to tune in to get the context. But Tanya was talking about walking around her, po- her apartment wa- wearing crotchless panties and watching Ted Lasso and I like laughed out loud when I watched when I was listening because I was like this is such a McKenzie thing like that is something you would actually say like that's something that would come out of your mouth and that I would probably do just like yeah that's what I did on Tuesday night in my apartment <laughs> by myself and I like mentioned it to Sierra that I like had had heard that thought it was funny and you were like no I literally have the same thing as, <laughs> as I heard it was like yep McKenzie would do that yeah. So, so all of that to be said, they, Tanya tried out Ted Lasso this week because Tanya and Becca are very different. Like we can be very different and Tanya loved it, but she was not being sold on, or Becca was not being sold on Tanya's pitch of the show. So she tried to like watch it this past week and Becca's still not really uh, vibing with it. I think she just watched one episode. Um, and <laughs> uh Tanya just says, doesn't understand and so I I asked Sierra if she's watched Ted Lasso yet and I'm curious if you think that you'll like it or if you think that you won't like it I don't know like I I haven't watched any of it okay so I don't I I don't have anything have a lot of context what I said you don't have a lot of context I mean it's a very positive happy-go-lucky humor I think I've compared this in the past to you, which again, it's not going to sell you that it reminds me of Michael Scott from the office and you don't like the office. Yes. And I don't want people to freak out because people are very polarizing about the office. And so I'm like, but let's just be real. I, I don't think the office is like the best show on earth. I will watch it. And like, I will find parts of it funny. Yeah. But, um, it's not like my go-to show. Like there are people who will watch the office like 72 times over and I can't, I will not be that person. Yeah. I just can't. And so if somebody compares something to the office and like, Oh, you should watch it because it reminds me of the office. I'm like, okay, well, it also depends on like what character you think is the funniest. Like, I mean, obviously Michael Scott's the main character, but like Ted Lasso is the Michael Scott of Ted Lasso obviously which I feel like sometimes I have the humor of a Michael Scott like I mean I guess that's why I find it funny and that's my brand of humor and sometimes you think I'm funny (laughs) you gotta like it a little bit or you're just making me feel good I'm like but again I would probably like the show a little bit but I wouldn't I probably wouldn't be that person that's like I love it so much like I need everyone to go watch it 
but I would watch it and I'd be like, yeah, it's okay. Like yeah. I liked it. You know, well, what I you have homework. Yeah. I just, I think I will be similar to Becca. Like it's not going to get a glowing review probably, but I would watch it and I would probably be okay with it. I'm hoping we're just giving you, like, we're setting the bar low so that you do love it. Or you're like, you're going to go in thinking you'll hate it. And then it surprises you just sneaks. <laughs> I chill the um, Like, also, this is maybe a hot take, but you know how there are some people out there that just, like, loved, like, Full House. Okay. Yeah. Like, loved Full House when they were yeah. growing up. That was not really my jam. Like, you got to get out. Get out. I'm sorry. You too. If we asked Becca and Tanya this, Tanya would be like, oh my gosh, I love it. It's because we like things that are wholesome. Okay. Good. Yeah. And wholesome is good. Like, again, I watched it, but I was never like, oh my gosh, I need to watch it. It's on TV. Like everybody. I was obsessed with Full House. I I had a feeling. I had a feeling that you were going to be a Full House person. And I'm like, that wasn't my journey. That wasn't my journey. Danny. Danny Turner with his love for cleaning loved that haha ha, so funny I wanted to be as clean as him I was in love with Uncle Jesse like definitely like honestly Uncle Jesse was probably like my first crush outside of like um like a cartoon Prince Charming or like Nick Jonas which was obviously like later in life but like those like younger years it was Uncle Jesse I could see that no, I mean, again, I watched it. I'm not a monster, but again, <laughs> it wasn't like my favorite and I wasn't like crazy about it. And if somebody were like, oh my gosh, did you see that episode where they did blah, blah, blah. I'd probably be like, no, I haven't seen it. Yeah. And okay. So also Beck and Tanya talked about this whole debacle. Becca also does not think Shit's Creek is funny. Tanya loves Shit's Creek. Like I said, I'm not like on that level for Shit's Creek, um, but I see some humor in it. But Becca also really compares her humor and says that she like loves friends, thinks it's hilarious, could watch it over and over again and laugh. Do you think friends is that funny? I mean, I do. I, I like friends and like, like laugh out loud. Probably. I mean, but I watched more friends. So that's probably why I think it's funny. Cause I watched more friends than I watched like, you know, something else during that time of my life. So uh, maybe it's just like, I watched it like with my mom and stuff. So I think it's funny. Well, see, but I watched every single episode of friends and I liked friends, but I don't think it's that funny. Like I liked the show, but I like, and especially like now I feel like I've almost like liked it less when I see episodes back. I'm like, that's not that funny. Or it's just like, yeah. So I think that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like when I was watching it, like when I was yeah. younger, I thought like, it was funny. Now, maybe as an adult, I think I'm kind of like, okay, some of this is really cringy and like just culturally not funny anymore. It's just not on. Like I recognize that like parts of it are a little like problematic, but I think that's just because I'm older and I'm like realizing things. Yeah. But I still think it's funny. Yeah. I just like goofy, but dry humor. And I think that's what um the office and Ted Lasso have in common like it's it's most commonly I'm not saying nothing especially for the office nothing like offensive like that would offend anyone um and just like lighthearted, but also dry like you have to like get it without it being an in-your-face kind of joke or over-the-top kind of thing and I think that's what I what I like I don't know if I give it a shot in the next week, I'll report back. 
if nothing else, I think Jason Sudeikis is just the most lovable little chipmunk. I mean, <laughs> just a cutie patootie. I mean. Oh, man. Okay. Can mean, I- how can you not feel bad for a man whose wife has left him for Olivia Wilde or whose wife has left him for Harry Styles? Sorry. I mean, that's, that's gotta be a hard point. And you know, I'm, I'm just glad he has this golden globe and this Ted Lasso going for him. He's having his own moment because can you imagine not having your own moment while that's happening on the side? Yeah, I will. That's, that's a, it's good. It's good times for him. Like good for him because he needed this, I will say. Yeah, Yeah. and like the show, on the show, he plays someone who's in a struggling marriage. So you kind of like empathize with him knowing that that's kind of, you know, his personal situation also like at the moment or recently. Um, And he's just so lovable. Even his acceptance speech was just like, so anyway. I need to point out one more thing and this is kind of going off topic, but bringing it full circle on the Becca and Tanya situation of how weird it is of how similar we are and how things will happen in our unrecorded life that then happens on their show. And I don't know if you caught this, but on their most recent episode, um, Tanya makes like a slip of the tongue and she says chit and she's trying to say chit chat. And you literally did that last week. Okay. I couldn't think of it. Right before David hopped on our show last week, Mackenzie was like, yeah, so we're just chit. And I'm like, what? And you just kept talking. And I'm like, did you mean chat? Like, what did, what did you just say? I'm like, you, that was so weird to me. Did you catch that? So, okay. So no, I didn't catch that, but I mean, okay. So I heard that I was listening to the podcast today, but I was at work. So I was working while I was listening to it. And she said that and I had like deja vu in my mind. And I was like, did, did Tanya say that last week? And they were all laughing. Like, did you just say that? And I was like, were they laughing because she said it last week? And now it's like an ongoing thing. Nope. I literally said it and did not realize that you I said it. <laughs> yes. It's weird. It's so weird. The amount of times that Tanya has said something on her podcast that literally Mackenzie has said out loud the week before but that's just funny because it's like a slip of the tongue it's not even a I like Ted Lasso and a million other people are watching Ted Lasso yeah it's not like a oh Tanya said oh I like Nick Jonas and then you're like I like Nick Jonas I'm like no 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 no. this is on a different level okay it's all the things I mean it's the whole personality it's the schedule it's the it's the uh, manifestation it's it's the goal (laughs) self-help books it's self-help books it's like burning intentions in your kitchen by yourself wearing crotchless panties and watching Ted Lasso it's buying yourself flowers it's it's all the things it is a persona And again, the funny thing is like, I love Tanya, obviously now that I like know who she is again, probably because she's like a version of myself, but I was, I was that person before I knew who Tanya was like less than a year ago. And so I'm like, I would love to be BFFs with Tanya, but I feel like I could never because she would be like, girl, you're creepy. You're trying to be me. And I'm like, no, I just am. Okay. But see. I think if you approached her and you were like, I literally feel like we're the same person. I think we could be best friends. Her personality would would match yours and would be like, oh my God, 
let's be best friends. And then I'd be over here like, okay, what about me? <laughs> Just like Becca, I'd be like, okay, well. I know. I really want a Mackenzie, Sierra, Becca, Tanya collaboration in the works. I don't know when we'll get on the level to be able to do that. But I mean, it would be astronomical. <laughs> We're speaking it out there. Even your sound effects, like you have sound effects and she has weird sound effects. It's a whole thing. I mean, we are. It would just be region. so much Tanya McKenzie energy and so much <laughs> Sierra Becca energy that it's like, whoa, would it, would it be too much? You know what I mean? Like, could me and Tanya be BFFs or would it be like, we're too much of the same thing. And that's why we both have a Becca and we both have a Tanya like, would you and you and Tanya would maybe never, ever do anything because no one would <laughs> want to plan it. And me and Tanya would have too many things on the calendar that we couldn't get to all the things. You mean me and Becca, like me and Becca would be friends, but we literally just like sit on the couch all the time. <laughs> like nothing happens. And yeah. me and Tanya are like, we spend every second together and we have too many plans and then we can't fit it all in. And then there's too much excitement and there's too much going on. And <laughs> yeah, I'm like if we can ever have that happen it's almost like we'd have to make it like two episodes because it would it would just be one entire episode of just like explaining and getting to know each other and then a whole nother episode of like just regular stuff and yeah we could probably even guess each other's answers like here's it would be such a good game like a newlywed game where you like flip your answer yes exactly like I think we would win so good it would be like 100 percent 100 percent I mean like everything that Tanya likes I like everything that Becca likes you like like it's the same vibe it's the same personality it's all the things (sighs) so (sighs) for that rant but if you again if you have not already listened to their podcast or follow it Again, go give them a follow because they are the, we are the Walmart version of them. They are the Dior version of us. So. <laughs> Clearly this is not sponsored in any kind of way. We just really like them. So not that they like need any more followers. They're doing just fine, but please go listen. If you just yeah. want to listen to the similarities and if you find any that you think are funny, let us know. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. Okay, so moving on, do we have anything we want to touch on before we jump into Bachelor World? Um, I have like one short thing, okay? It'll be really quick, but I have like a somewhat update on the whole Hinge profile, the Hinge hack that we addressed a couple episodes back. Okay. Um, back when we talked about how like I was going to put somewhere on my Hinge profile, tell me what you think about Harry Styles. Yeah, yeah. And I will say, I mean, I haven't found my person yet, but I just want to share with you some of the responses I've had because, you know, I just think it'd be worth sharing. Um, So here we go. The first one was a little bit cringe. Uh, He said... When I ask on my profile, tell me what you think about Harry Styles. He said, I mean, you definitely give me that watermelon sugar high wink emoji, which is just not exactly what I'm looking for. So I unfortunately swiped left. Next. (laughs) Next. Unless you're Harry Styles, don't say that. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not into that. 
Um, and then I have another one that says, hey, what's up, Sierra? I don't have a particular opinion on Harry Styles, but he was in One Direction, as if I didn't know. And that song Night Changes was pretty good. What about you? <laughs> Which I have to say, even though he didn't necessarily answer the question, I do give him brownie points for admitting to me that he likes the song Night Changes because yeah. I mean, it's going to be a bop forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my personal faves <laughs> is um, this guy said he's a teenage heartthrob turned fashion icon with the voice of an angle. Um, but I think he meant angel. So yeah. Um, yeah, that was a really good, good answer. I agree with all of those things. Love when someone can recognize the fashion icon that he is. Yeah, yeah. And last but not least, uh, someone else said he's a good musician, but probably the second best from One Direction behind Zayn. And I'm sorry, but my man Harry is not second best. Zayn is good. Zayn is great. But Harry's number one. But you do have to give him a little bit of credit for knowing another member of One Direction. Yeah, but that's like, at this point, it's like, okay, but can you name more than one Beatle? Okay, good for you. I don't know for men. I don't know if for men it's that way. I mean, I think Zane would definitely be their first guest just based on like radio singles and things like that. But but also if you think of men, I'm like men also know who Gigi Hadid is and they know that Zane is Gigi Hadid's baby daddy. Okay. Okay, some men. A particular type of man knows who Gigi Hadid is. Like Men that aren't big on the social medias, that aren't big on the pop culture, may not know who the heck she is. I mean, she's a supermodel. I just feel like a lot of people are going to know who Gigi Hadid is. I just feel like a lot of men are out of touch. And (laughs) Okay, well, I'm not trying to give this man, like, uh, super points. I'm just saying a lot of men would fail the test of getting more than one one member of one direction i think most guys could say harry styles in a very small percentage could maybe get to i think i'm just like giving these men the benefit of the doubt and like giving them more credit because i'm like in in my mind someone that i end up with is gonna know two names at yeah, least yeah. Two names of one direction so i'm like i'm not impressed like you as you should know two names if you don't like then exactly but that's not like, the time past the threshold for you that's true okay so he did he did yeah. reach that threshold but i still we weren't we're not on the same page so but like it's kind of like, like having like a favorite food you don't want to have the same one because then you might have to share it one day you don't want to share harry one day <sighs> okay well <laughs> you gotta have different one crushes with your like mom. um i didn't think about it that way but I'm like, I need someone who's going to appreciate my Harry Styles poster. And if I have someone who's going constantly looking at my Harry Styles poster saying, trash, he's second best to Zane, I can't get on board with that. No, 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 no. I need a supportive person in my life. Yeah. Like, yeah. what if someone came into your life and was like, yeah, I like Taylor Swift, but she's second best to somebody else. It would depend. It would, like I said, it, it's better than not liking or not knowing. As long as you can be supportive. That's, I just need to know that you appreciate her um, and that you can support my, my support of her. 
yeah for my support again i'm like i'm all for having different different opinions and he seems like he's on board but still not the one because all in all answers aside there's no spark elsewhere so okay nothing has come from any of those answers but just wanted to give you a quick update okay cool um alrighty so now let's dive into um bachelor world bachelor nation and once again um there's something that we need to address um before jumping into our episode recap of the women tell all from this week so um as many of you guys know at least our bachelor fans out there probably know um some more some more drama has gone down in bachelor nation um with her name is her last name is nolan correct yeah okay so taylor nolan um who was on nick Bial's season of the bachelor you may remember her as being the one that was calling out um corinne for being emotionally immature and that whole drama um she was also um dating Derek for a minute yeah so that's where you may know her um and recently she has been very vocal (laughs) yes yes she's been exposed um, but she's also been very vocal on her platform about being an advocate for a variety of marginalized groups. Um, most prevalently, it seems like people of color, but also other groups because she um, is, I don't know her specific title, but she is a mental health counselor, I believe. She's like some kind of a licensed counselor or therapist. Yes, yes. Some, I don't know the exact level that she's at or whatever, but she is licensed and practicing um, or has practiced in the past. So she shares a lot of resources and things like that on her page. Um, But as of, I don't even know what day it was. I didn't see this until yesterday night. I've honestly been, there's so much going on in Bachelor Nation with so many like problematic things and people trying to call things out and hold people accountable, which they should. Um, But I feel like this, these past couple of weeks have been so crazy for me that I have not like caught everything that's that's gone on. So I saw her tweets last night and I was just utterly shocked. I don't even follow her to begin with. I never have. Um, but I like, I knew who she was and the type of stuff she typically shares and essentially dozens, if not over a hundred, I would say maybe more because I haven't even seen and read every single one, but just from what I was able to gather, like at least a hundred tweets of just very problematic, offensive, um, just Just offensive across like many, many, many boards, like not just like racial slurs or like ethnic things it's also with like body image and mental health and people with disabilities and, and people of different religions i mean it's like sexual assault every- survivors like ev- like any potential group that you could offend or attack or just like say awful horrible things about like is included like I don't even know them all to list them all off. Like that's how many, um, and that's how many tweets and just like blatant, not like this is, this is not a defense for Chris Harrison, but 
totally different than the Chris Harrison situation of like trying to defend someone else's actions or trying to backpedal or trying to make excuses, nothing like that, like blatantly making statements that are just like vile about all these different groups of people of like, what was going on in your mind that you just spewed all this out on the internet? Like one, what's in your heart that all of that's going on in your head? But two, the fact that even in 2012, which is when these tweets are from, that you just, you just let all that erupt out. Yeah. It was, like you said, it it was pretty shocking. And I, I didn't even scratch the surface of these tweets because just reading like a handful of them, like you get the gist. I mean, it's just not good. And it's also just like really not fun to read or look at. So if you haven't seen them, I'm not like recommend you go out and go read them all because chances are you probably will be offended by one or more of them, but just know that it's bad. And, um, I just have to say real quick that like, I know that I brought up Taylor, um, recently when we talked about the Chris Harrison, um, debacle and I basically gave her a shout out I said she was like a really good resource to go like listen to her breakdown of like why Chris Harrison's actions were um you know just not okay and here's why and here's how it affects people and I'm not trying to say that she's not a good resource or like that she's not credible because who knows like the leaps and bounds of change that has happened between 2012 and now. Yeah. Um, and so I don't want to discredit any kind of, you know, work that she's put in to change. Yeah. However, these things that are resurfacing are not okay. We don't support them. And I'm not saying like Taylor's canceled, don't support her anymore, but I just felt like it needed to be said that like, yeah, I did find Taylor really helpful in understanding like, which a lot of people did as of a week ago. A lot of people felt that she could be trusted uh, to like learn and feel educated about, you know, inclusivity and accountability and just a lot of different topics. And this just kind of like broke that trust for a lot of people. Yeah. And, you know, it's really hard to feel like somebody taught you so much about a really important topic. And now to see that they had this like nastiness inside of them is like really hard pill to swallow. Yeah. To just like put those pieces together in your head of how this can be the same person. Yeah. So it was really hard. And, um, yeah. So by any means, am I saying like, yeah, don't trust her anymore at all. Like she's not a good resource, but as of right now, Maybe just take a step back from her content while she figures things out. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it's hard to, you don't want to like discredit the work that she's done because I mean, based off of all of the content that she has shared um, recently and even like for the past couple of years now for a while, I mean, all of it seems to be very educated, very informed, very, um, you know, empathetic and, mm-hmm. you know, I get yeah, just a good resource for educating yourself on, um, all of these different things, but it's just hard. It's hard to piece together. You're, you're not trying to invalidate that, but I think the problem that a lot of people have is just that, uh, I guess in her first apology or video or statement that she made, 
she said something about like, this is part of my journey. This is part of like how I got to where I am now. That's why they were never deleted, but people don't really feel like she ever shared that as a part of her journey. It was never like, Hey, I know where you're coming from because I too once, you know, grew up in a situation or had these beliefs or, you know, it was hard for me to understand, you know, why these things were wrong or problematic. And here's, here's how I overcome that overcame them. And this is how, you know, I've changed over time. Again, I don't consume her content regularly to know exactly everything she's ever said. So maybe she has, but that's the criticism that I saw of like, why are you backpedaling now and saying, oh yeah, like I meant to leave that out there so people could see the change that I've had, but yet it's never been acknowledged in any of her things like, and that's okay. Like, honestly, that's what we would love to see all the people in the world right now that have any type of, you know, hate in their heart for any type of group of people, but there needs to to see a transformation. We'd love to see a 180, but also just own that and don't try to like cover it up. And that's, I think that's what people are feeling like is maybe disingenuous and how genuine are you being now kind of thing. And especially when that's a lot of, of what she preaches when it comes to other people in Bachelor Nation who make these same mistakes, i.e. Chris Harrison, Hannah Brown, when she said the N-word. Yeah. Um, you know, like when these things happen, Taylor will be one of those people to hop on social media and be like, this is not okay. Hold this person accountable. Uh, blast them for having a really crappy apology and be like, this is why this apology is not valid and why I will not accept it. It's like, and then she gives like a half-ass, sorry, excuse me, um, apology that just doesn't doesn't seem like her. It's like, um, yeah. you preach all of this stuff and then this is what you say. But again, like you said, like we want people to change. Like that's yeah. the best case scenario. But if the point of you keeping these tweets available for people to see is to be a part of your change narrative, then like somewhere in a very clear precise way there needs to be a disclaimer of like here's why these are out there and yes they're disgusting and they're hurtful to a lot of people yeah but here's why they're available and this is this is what I want you to know not after someone already catches you and points the finger at you and says what's this about Mm -hmm. you know you can't just be like oh well this is why and act like it's cool and it's fine Mm -hmm. so yeah and it's I really think with this incident, it's the sheer volume again, like I've already kind of touched on, but like, I definitely don't want to take on the, the persona or give off any type of vibe of like holier than thou of there's nothing problematic I've ever said in my entire life. And there's no problematic beliefs I've ever held. Now, of course, in my mind, I can't think like, oh yeah, I used to think this, or I used to think that. And like, I really don't think that there's anything extremely problematic, at least that I've like said, or, you know, hurt people and God forbid I have, because that's definitely a real possibility. Then I would want to 100% own up to that and, you know, apologize for it. So I recognize like, okay, eight years ago was a long time, but she was also an adult eight years ago. And she was licensed at the time, which is the part that seems concerning. Cause I like, as someone that is not a public figure that like to my like knowledge in the history in my brain cannot recall a time that I've said anything like 
problematic or racist or anything like that um, on Twitter or any time I've even like thought those things. So I don't think they're out there, but every now and then, especially with this, you know, the way our culture is today, I had a Twitter in seventh grade and I'm like, oh my gosh, did I tweet something like stupid in seventh grade? Just like thinking it was funny. Again, I don't think it would be to the extent that these are, but I don't know, you know, something to come up, but if it did, I'm sure it would not be hundreds for sure. Cause like I said, I can't recall a one, but that's what in her apologies of saying, well, this was eight years ago, or this was 10 years ago. Yes. But this seems like this was like a whole, I don't want to say personality trait, but like, this is who you were at the time. It wasn't like one day you were ticked off. You were having a bad day. You said something you didn't really mean. You weren't educated on something and you said something. It, this was, this was a lot of groups. This is a lot of people. This was a lot of tweets. And that's why, yeah, I feel like there just needs to be some type of disclaimer or owning of this is, this is what it was in the past. And this is how I've changed because again, we don't want to like cancel everybody and reprimand people for changing, but I don't know. I think the whole purpose of us bringing this up again is not to be holier than thou, not to cancel everybody. That is not the purpose here, but just because it is going on in bachelor nation to make it clear to our listeners, especially if you are a person of any of the communities, um, that were, um, attacked in these tweets, um, or offended by these tweets or hurt or any of the things that, you know, that we denounce, obviously all of, um, her tweets and all of those sentiments and, um, yeah, just especially cause we just recently supported her. We don't want people thinking like we're okay with this and just brushing so. it under the rug. Yeah. So, right. um, that is all we will say on that for now. And, um, let's jump into women tell all. Okay. I only have a few things to say about women tell all. Um, yeah. it was kind of slow moving for me. Like it wasn't as, you know, fast paced and like, cutthroat as some have been in the past yeah and listening to um another podcast recently the chatty broads podcast becca um martinez from that podcast we're talking about a lot of beccas today sorry um she mentioned that she thinks that it might be because there wasn't an audience and i never really thought about that because yeah i'm i could imagine the audience would like really hype people up to like say what they want to say and like get that applause or get that shock value so I think I was just a little underwhelmed by this um woman tell all but here's my two cents and then you tell me what you think first of all where is Sarah okay Sarah is nowhere to be seen I'm like where is she Roll roll call somebody tell me where she is um the whole Victoria and Ryan thing, I was like, what is this? The fact that Victoria was like, why are you holding on to this emotional anger? Like, are you just really sensitive? Like, who says that to someone who is trying to tell you that they were hurt by something you said? She's it's like, like I'm just she, asking. It's just a genuine question. Are you sensitive? It's like she, yeah, it's like she it's like she physically is incapable of saying, I'm sorry. So that really was just like, I mean, typical Victoria fashion. And um, I thought it was really interesting also how Katie was like accused of being fake 
because she changed her mind about the whole Sarah situation. Like, I guess, you know, she went and talked to Sarah way back when, uh, right before Sarah went home. And then she came back to the girls and was like, let's be nice. Like, kumbaya. Like, let's not be mean girls. And I want to say maybe Mari was like, that's fake. Like, you're being fake by doing that. And for whatever reason, I was just like, that's not fake. Like, you can learn new information and be like I have a new perspective on things and this is how I feel now like let's normalize um changing your mind and not saying one thing and then being like oh you're fake because you changed your mind yeah I agreed with that I didn't I didn't necessarily disagree though with their frustration with Katie for them feeling like a lot of the drama in the house was started by Katie. Now, would there have been drama whether Katie was there or not? Yes. But you it's hard to deny that most of the things, the reason they got brought to the surface or brought to Matt or got to the level that they were is because Katie made it a thing. And I can't remember who said it, but something someone said like we're grown women and if we feel like we're hurt or we're being bullied, like we can stick up for ourselves or we can tell Matt that it's an issue without you having to like run into the middle of it. And I, and I don't think that Katie was ill-intentioned in any of it. I think she was genuinely trying to help and like be, you know, the hero of the house. And I don't say that facetiously, but I get like from the other girl's perspective, they're like, we could have had a whole lot less drama if you didn't like bring everything to surface level and then create even more tension between the people that it might've just got brushed off the shoulder and then it became a big thing. Yeah, I get that. And like you said, I don't think she was ill-intentioned in any way. I think she was just like, this feels like it's a lot and maybe he should at least know that it's, it's a lot. But it was a lot to her. Like, it wasn't a lot to everyone. Otherwise, everyone would have been bringing it up to Matt. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think maybe she just didn't assess the situation deeply enough. To realize the implications it was going to have. Right. But I just didn't agree that people thought that she was fake for changing her mind. I was like, "Mm, I don't agree with that. Because I, I think I just took it because... Like I, me personally, I change my mind on things all the time. And if someone was constantly calling me fake for saying one thing and then the next day saying another, I would be offended by that Um, because I'll be like, well, sorry, but I wasn't educated enough or I thought about it a little bit longer and now I changed my mind. That doesn't make me fake. So, uh, but that's my Gemini coming out. So whatever. Um... And then last thing I just wanted to touch on was the whole Abigail like segment. I thought that was like really sweet about how they just kind of talked to her about her experience. And I just thought it was interesting how she kind of brought to light the whole fact that she's kind of in this gray area of being in the deaf community, like being able to still verbally communicate and she doesn't use sign language, but because of her implants, like she can somewhat hear and communicate, but without them, she would be totally deaf. It's like, I didn't really, um, not that I've never thought about it before. I definitely have, but it was just interesting that they brought it up and she explained it. So like plainly and like, 
yeah of certain people like she doesn't belong in the community or fully represent the community but then feeling like she also isn't she isn't like a fully normally abled person in regards to her hearing and so she doesn't belong in that group of people and who am I representing and yeah Yeah. just being a gray area yeah I just thought that was interesting and um just kind of made me look at things differently a little bit and I appreciate that Um, (laughs) so what are your what are your standout moments it just wasn't as juicy as I wanted it to be and I think they strayed away from well here's the thing I think drama went down at the women tell all and I'm sure it did get catty at points but I think they probably strayed away from showing more than or showing as much as they normally do because of the Chris Harrison situation and the fact that Bachelor Nation is just kind of in a lot of hot water right now Mm -hmm. that I think the last thing they wanted to project right now is creating an environment for bullying and toxicity to happen and so I think they wanted it to be more of a calm I don't think we necessarily got a kumbaya moment out of it but just a little bit more chill and less of the the cattiness and coming at each other and all of that kind of thing. So I got that vibe because I feel like there was so much drama that wasn't addressed and the girls really didn't like get into it too much. Not that I wanted to see people fight. I just wanted to see people address things that happened that were never really talked about. And then um, the fact that Heather was there, but we never saw her. Yeah. So you mentioned that to me before we started recording and I was like, what like I missed that totally so they just edited her out but she was there so that's That's strange um okay weird also they spent a lot of time showing us things that like we didn't see yeah so many episodes that I'm like or dates that I was like that would have been such a good episode why did you not show that because we were watching the stupid drama all season yeah, there were like the little like fear factor looking date where they had to like stick their hand in bugs. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then they completely cut out like Tasha and JoJo, whatever that segment was. I know. When I saw JoJo, I was like, did I miss that episode? No, they literally just kept showing showing us a whole bunch of just like behind the scenes stuff that never made it into cut. And I'm like, what the heck? And the whole like eating raw eggs um you know just in the pancakes and beer whatever that yeah. episode was. so many things that I'm like this just proves that they overly focused on the drama this season and that's why we don't feel connected at all to these finalists we don't feel that connected to Matt I think Matt's done a great job I like the girls you know they're finalists so far and everything that we've seen of them on the show um but I don't feel a tie to it. That's why I was saying yesterday I was more excited for the women tell all than the finale because I thought, oh, well, if I've been watching juicy drama all season, give me an ending to that before you give me an ending to a love story that I feel like hasn't even really started yet. Yeah, I get that. So, and on top of that, we get a preview of Matt talking to his father. Yeah, that's the biggest <laughs> bomb in my mind. I was like, I did not expect that. Yeah, so that was interesting also. Well, you know, there's just a lot going on in Bachelor Nation. So yeah, we'll, just, we'll keep you posted next week on, on what goes on. But do you have anything else you want to say about the episode? No. Okay. It's a wrap. 
Okay, well, if that's the case, um, we have a short little game that we're going to play of Would You Rather? And we put a little poll up on our, or not poll, whatever, questions on our Instagram stories asking y'all to give us some Would You Rathers. Um, And we got a few, but I also came up with some of my own and Mackenzie also came up with like a couple on her own as well. So um, maybe we'll just kind of go for it. I don't know if we want to go back and forth or what. I think I have more than you. So how do you think we should go about it? Um, you want me to start? I'll start since I don't have that many. And then you okay. take it. Okay. Sounds good. With it. I'll just get us off the runway. <laughs> okay. And I wrote these like, so they might be trash compared to yours or maybe it'll be great. It's okay. really okay. I think mine are trash too. Okay. So would you rather be best friends with Taylor Swift and Harry Styles does not like you because you're friends with Taylor Swift or you get to date Harry Styles, but Taylor Swift hates you. Hmm. This is hard actually. And my um, answer might shock you. Okay. My answer might shock you. Here's the, here's the thing. I think through and through, like I'm a girl's girl, like mm-hmm. through and through, like I'm not a guy's girl. I think no. I'm going to choose my friends over a guy any day. So I'm going to choose be Taylor Swift's friend. And if Harry hates me, he hates me. You know what I mean? Because I could over dating Harry. Yeah. Okay. I, I would love to date Harry, but I mean, he would probably break my heart anyway. And why would he, why would I want to live through him breaking my heart and Taylor rotating me when I could just yeah. be best friends with Taylor? Why do you want to get a taste if you're not going to get to hold on to that, you know? Exactly. Like he's not giving me huge commitment vibes, which, you know, <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I like him, but he's just, you know, I'm not seeing it right now for him. So I'm going to go Taylor Swift on that one. Good question. I was trying to make it hard, like something that it's like you want both, but um, okay. I would choose the same. I mean, I would still also be interested if Harry Styles hit me up. I mean, I've thought about that scenario often. Like if Harry calls, do I, do I have to reject it because you're in love with him? But like, <laughs> not be happy for me if I'm in that situation. I feel like that's a once in a lifetime thing. Can we make an exception? I would make an exception. If he was your soulmate, I would have to get over it. I mean, I, cause here's the thing. It's also a status thing. Honestly, let's be real. If Nick Jonas wants to date you, I can cope because you can get me in with Nick Jonas's friends. We can live Got the it. Nick Jonas lifestyle. You know what I mean? So yeah. tomato, tomato. <laughs> I mean, we already established that we would be sister wives. Yeah. So. I'm like, we already share David. Let's just share. <laughs> Harry, Nick, and David. It's a new boy band. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay, are you going now or me? My second. Oh, oh yeah, you keep going. Sorry. Okay, you're not gonna like the second one. Would you rather have to give up your cat for adoption or me and never speak to me again? Oh my gosh, <laughs> that is. I just hate when would you rather questions are so easy. It's like, would you rather clip your toenails or? I don't know, something stupid. And I'm like, no, you're gonna make it hard. Okay, well, mine are gonna be stupid then because I would never do this to you. <laughs> it's um, only funny because it's imaginary and I would never make you actually give up Bella. 
Okay, I feel like because I just said I'm a girl's girl, <laughs> I have to choose you, but also Bella is my homegirl too. So that's really hard. I didn't say she was going to die. I just said she would get adopted. Okay, if, if I knew, if I could pre-approve the loving home that she's going to, I guess I would do that if I, you know, if I was going to lose you. She can go live with Taylor Swift and her cats. I'm like, is she, can she live with you? Okay. <laughs> an option. You're like, no. Like, we can get her a different room. Okay. That was the cat room. That was hard. That was really hard. Okay. Those are the, well, okay. There's those two. And then the, the question that sparked this game was on TikTok. They asked, there was a video that said, would you rather, or if you had to choose to you murder your best friend and you get away with it, no one knows, just clean slate, but, or you murder your best friend and you can go anywhere. Like you, you live a free life. You get to do whatever you want. You have a great life after it, but would you, the other option, (laughs) I'm butchering this. The other option is you don't murder your best friend, but you never get to leave your house again. You're like on house arrest until you die. Can't leave. Yeah. So I sent it to Sierra in a DM and I said, you better bring a Jonas Brothers concert to my backyard. (laughs) Like I would not kill her, but like she would be indebted to me for the rest of her life. And I'd be like, you're like, you have to entertain me now every single day. <laughs> I'm like, I want takeout. I want, bring me some rolls. I need, I need a bottle of wine. I need you to bring Taylor Swift here for, Give you know, movie theater in my house, <laughs> all the things. So as long as I could have a bougie house and like Sierra commits to entertaining me for the next however many decades, then okay, I'll let you live you're welcome let me live (laughs) okay oh thank you for that you're welcome appreciate it little things of letting you know i wouldn't murder you here's one that actually came into our um, instagram it said would you rather have billy eilish's future like her future career like everything that's she's building up to or have Madonna's legacy? This one's hard for me. And this is zero hate to Madonna or Billie Eilish, both extremely talented people. I don't personally. They're not your top artists. They're not my top artists, nor are they my vibe. Just like artistically vibe wise. Like, can you see me being like Billie Eilish or like Madonna? Like, no. Neither way. Let's say we swap it out with the future career of who's somebody right now that you like that's like up and coming. Like anybody? I'm like, I listen to Taylor Swift and Nick Jonas. Um, (laughs) You're like, I only listen to two people, two bands. Yeah. um, I don't know. I mean, Olivia Rodrigo, is that how you say her name? I feel like she's- Yeah, okay. That works. So her- and then, like, rather than Madonna, let's say Britney Spears. Except minus her past, okay? Minus, minus like- the conservatorship. I'm like, um. Okay, all of her legacy, though. Her legacy of, like, being a pop idol. 
Okay, yeah. I mean, I feel like in reality that's tainted um, by this, but we'll pretend okay, that doesn't Spears was not a good option. Sorry. Let's let's do like um I don't know, like Mariah, like Beyonce. Beyonce's legacy. Oh, I mean Beyonce over Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. So you're going with legacy then, not yeah. potential. Right. Which I feel like I don't have any hate for the past or the future. So I'm not answering it like on a, I feel like I'm not answering in the way it should be answered. I'm answering it based on the artists that I like more. Okay. <laughs> um, I just can't appropriately answer this question. Sorry. Okay. Well, I'll answer it and I'll just say from the original options. Yeah. I would choose Billie Eilish's future. Yeah. Just because I'm like, she just seems to really be like making waves in her yeah. own, in her own like right at such a young age. It's just kind of like, yeah, just, definitely. All the kudos to her. I mean, I think she's uh, extremely talented. Again, nothing against Madonna. Like, <laughs> love her also, but rather yeah. than like be famous for all the things that I've done before. I'd rather be like admired for all the things that like I'm about to do. If that makes sense. I don't know. It just seems more exciting. Um, here we go. Would you rather marry a 10 with no personality or a six with a beaming personality? That's hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's genuinely. Okay. I mean, six, I'm not saying like a six is a horrible rating. It's not like you said it too, but I, yeah, I'm being nice here. Six. So a 10 with no personality or a six. With six the, by beaming, you mean like a personality I enjoy, not just like bouncing off the walls. Yeah, like a personality that you vibe with versus a 10, 10 looks wise, but like a personality that like is not your favorite. It's just a little bit dull. I have follow-up questions. I'm like, so <laughs> what is the... No. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, everything in me leans towards the six. It's hard because I'm like, I personally, you want to take it as vain or not. Like, I feel like attraction is such a big thing in a relationship. And I, I don't think that's irrational to think. I'm like, if like, I have enough personality for two people. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. But I've also been in situations like that before where I'm like, mm, but he's cute, even though he's not <laughs> it doesn't have the most personality and I get so bored and I, I feel like I'm carrying the team and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> can't. Um, so my follow-up question would have been like, what is the relationship like as far as like how they treat you and like what, cause if they're like someone who's like really nice, they do great things for you, but they just like personally aren't that interesting. Like that's better than like, they're also uninterested in you and don't really show much affection or like anything like but that. Let's just assume that they're genuinely like good people okay but one is just super attractive but just a little bland okay the conversations like you know when you bring him around your friends he's bland but he's really good looking or would you rather have someone who's not as good looking but can carry on a great conversation can get along with people in your friend group like I also feel like I need a middle ground on that because I you know I think about this often I don't I think like someone who's ambitious, someone that has things that they're passionate about, that has a personality is like very attractive. 
and I say those things, but also because I am a very strong personality because I can be very like showy at times. I'm the storyteller in the group at the party doing my dance, doing my little dog and pony show. I sometimes worry if I found someone that was on my exact same energy, would it be, would it be two Tanya's in the room? You know what I mean? Would it be, would it be too much to where I felt like I was competing with them because I can get like a competitive edge and I can feel like you're stealing my, my shine kind of thing. So, but I also need someone that's not dull and boring. So it's hard. No, but see, here's the thing this is my opinion. Okay. And I mean, this in the most loving way possible. I think that if you had someone who was too boring, you'd walk all over them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I couldn't handle that. Yes. And me being your friend would feel sorry for that person. Cause I'd be like, (laughs) Mackenzie, doesn't let this guy speak. He doesn't say a word. Like I'm so bored of him also. Yeah. I'm like, so I personally would want someone who could hold their own, who could hold their own and could maybe kick you down a notch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what I think. I, again, it's, it's, it's not a founded fear yet, but I just, I can't, I can't be with, if I said seven, okay, somebody's got to be the Michelle. Okay. I get it. But if I said seven instead of six, would that change your mind? Yes, I would definitely go for the six. Okay, there we go. Okay, ding, ding, ding. Six just feels a little too close to five. (laughs) Okay. I'm like, um, if I said seven, would that change your mind? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I was already leaning towards the six, but I'm just like, if I don't want to kiss you, like that's a problem. (laughs) Got it. Got it. You know? Okay. Um, so I have a lot, but I'm not going to say every single one. Another one we got on IG was... Would you rather move to a new city every week or never be able to leave your hometown? I feel like that's an easy one. I think I would, I don't know what you're going to say. I'd I'd rather move around. Every week of your life? Mm, Yeah, I don't want to stay in my hometown. But is there, but if there's not a restriction on me traveling, I'm staying in my hometown. I get to do that on my schedule. Because I feel like it would be so if hard. Your to have hometown's also Louisville, and my hometown is <laughs> a dirt road. So, <laughs> but still, I don't know. I like. I'm so in between of being like a being a homebody, being like a small town person, but also being like I want to move to New York City, and I love being around people and whatever. I'm so in the middle on that. But if there's no stipulation of travel, I'd rather have like a really nice, peaceful home that I can retreat to. I can have my family. I can have my friends, but then I can travel when I want to. Cause I think if you had to move every week, it would be hard to create genuine connections. Like not, not even a month in each place, but a a week. How many, how many people are you going to meet? How deep are your bonds going to be? You know, I need people. I get that. I get that. But I also feel like Already have. You haven't seen where I'm from. <laughs> I'm like, you haven't seen where I'm from. But I, what I was going to say is I have pretty good, like, friends. Like, yeah, I have a few friends. I don't have, like, a million friends. But I have a few, and they're good ones. And so I think I would still be okay if I had to be in a different place. Like, I don't think my relationships would change. And I'm not necessarily looking for a million different, like, friends in each place I go to. Yeah, that's true. And you have like, you have a smaller 
family that's more dispersed than mine. Like yes. I have a larger family and everyone lives in Kentucky and almost all of them live in Louisville. Right. So I'm like, I think I'm just not tied to yeah, one you don't place. have that tie. So I'm just kind of like, sure, whatever. <laughs> okay. Valid but. answer. Nothing <laughs> wrong with it. Um, here's my attempt at trying to be juicy, but it's really lame now that I'm reading it over again. <laughs> okay. I'd rather meet meet Nick Jonas in person and spend the night with him just one night. Okay. Not like spend the night and do anything, you know. And I'm like, well, I don't know what context. Spend, spend 24 hours with Nick Jonas. Okay. Wholesome one time content. ever. One time ever. Or be internet friends with Jennifer Lopez forever and ever. Like you, I don't know if you're a Twitter friends, you email, you Zoom, whatever, but you don't meet in person, but your well, friends. That, that takes it to a different level. Yeah. Okay. But you don't meet in person. Ever. You can't actually spend time with her in person, but your friends in real life. Or be with Nick Jonas in, in the flesh for 24 hours. Here's the thing. If Nick's not going to leave Priyanka, then I don't want it. If it's only 24 hours, again, don't give me a taste and then run away. And you made your bed and now you can lie on it and be a married man. And you missed <laughs> your shot. <laughs> but JLo, Jennifer Lopez, the mentoring, the mentorship that you would get out of that, the energy, the vibes, the like sugar mama. She'd probably send me a present at some point, something nice, something flossy, something expensive. Um, she, you know, she, she could, she would be the ultimate hype woman. Like I said, hype woman, mentor, friend, gal pal, maybe send me some cool gifts, just, just one or two over our lifespan of our friendship. And that would be more worth it to me versus like, I spent 24 hours with Nick Jonas and there he is with his wife on TV. Mm -mm. Okay. And I think I'm going to wrap up with this one. Okay. This is the last one. Would you rather make it to the final two on The Bachelor and then lose or be the bachelorette, but then your season gets canceled before the final two? Like you're like mid-season? Or like, yeah, like mid-season, like- You've met the guys. You've met them all, but your season gets canceled, but you're, the, you're in charge. You're the bachelorette. Or be a contestant, make it up until the end, and then lose. I feel like it depends on why it gets canceled. I have too many. I'm too inquisitive about it. ask questions. Okay, I don't know why it's canceled. It's just canceled. You um, are no longer the Bachelorette. It got canceled. You're Claire. Okay, you're Claire, and they just say sorry, Mackenzie, but your time is up. Okay, I can't. But there's a question. It am I removed? The season's canceled. The whole season. It's not just like you're, you're. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, well, then definitely not that. If they're like, mm, we don't like you, you're out. The guys are in. They're going to date each other. Something out. happens. Maybe ABC is like, we're in trouble. We have to shut down production. We can't continue with the season anymore. This is where we have to end it right here in the middle. Okay. One last question that you have to answer. How many episodes in are we? Um, I don't know, like five. Okay. I would say at five, I would take being bachelorette. Okay. 
Because I think that's long enough, especially from what we know from the past contestants, that you know who the people are that you've connected with. You can ex- you can continue those relationships outside of the house, and you can make your own magic happen at that point, and you don't have to get your heart broken and be the sad girl. And yeah, I feel like five is five is a solid number. If it was like week two, I'd be like, mm, uh. Yeah. Five is like one month worth. Yeah. So I feel like that's enough time that you could, you've built a connection at least that hopefully some of the guys would still be interested in continuing whatever's going on. Yeah. Off off camera, off the show. Honestly, it might be more of a, of a, like a vibe check, intention check of, (laughs) if they're like immediately disinterested in you the second that production shuts down and it's no longer like on TV of like, okay, why were you really here in the first place versus the people that are like still chasing you after the show, it gets shut down. Mm -hmm. That's true. Okay. All right. I think that's going to do it for today, folks. That wraps up this episode of Girls Gone Gab. And if you like what you hear, give us a subscribe, a rating, a review, all the things. Email, Instagram, all the things. At Girls Gone Gab. Drop us some love. And until then, we will see you guys next week.